Sup niggas, welcome back to the podcast. And it's good to have y'all back for episode 18 for the all new Guiding the Misguided Generation revamp. If you're new to the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to any platform you're currently listening to this podcast on and rate the podcast a recommended five stars, nigga. Five stars, brother. You hear me, bro? But you are now entering the no smoke zone area, and today you are tuning into I Don't Even Smoke Wherever to Go. The show where we connect on an intellectual level and growing up together whilst trying to guide our misguided generation. In all hands to my rant, I don't even smoke. Yeah. Hey, Bob, Bob, in my trunk, Bob, Bob, in the trunk, Bob, Bob, in the trunk, Bob, Bob, in the trunk. No phones, just portable porn. Has to be one of the hardest bars I've ever heard, bro. No bad. Has to be. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, last week, I was going through a massive crisis. I'm going to explain to you guys in my week wrapped this week, okay? So, with this week, bro, it's been so confusing because let's start with one thing. I didn't post last week. No, no one gave a fuck, except for like one person. But didn't drop last week, and the reason why it didn't drop is because on the day before I was supposed to drop the episode, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go through this revamp on the podcast, like change it up, like get new perspective," and I was just trying to get all this shit going on, but. Where my flop was, ne? like where I didn't really see the vision properly is something called planning. If you don't plan, things don't go as planned, bro. You heard that? If you don't plan, things don't go as planned. You feel me? And that's exactly what happened this week. Repeat that with me. If you don't plan, things don't go as planned like i don't know man like if you don't plan this will go as planned bro and i just feel like it's common like it's jay like it's common sense but yeah i took a massive decision i wanted to take it over to season two i was like yep that's what i'm trying to do that's me gonna do a new season all that good shit even though i literally just said the episode before that i want to record episode what a what a reference reference but then one thing about being a creator sometimes that you just like to do shit without thinking which kind of yeah sometimes it's a disadvantage to your success rate and your yeah i don't even know what to say but that's one thing that happened that's my saturday my sunday monday not really that much happened to this whole week has just been really cool it's been like a a cool calm collective week but i'm not gonna talk about that like actually i'm not gonna talk too much about my week because i don't read that much happening except you know for me you know being the master reason that i am you know performance of oh i need to win like an award for like master of the year bro because like type shit bro i i'm like the master rizla bro and it's concerning and how good my riz is man someone needs to stop me 
Someone's daughter needs to stop me. So if you want to stop me, hit my IG. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about like a few things. This episode, I like. I recorded like fifteen minutes of me talking about something. I re-listened to it. I'm like, that is one of the most boring conversations ever. And I recorded like episode one, two, three. You know. And also, it's really weird recording podcasts now. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't feel natural anymore. Like, literally, I've been doing it for 17 weeks consecutively. But it felt so natural. You feel me? It felt like I've been doing this my whole life. I skip one fucking week. I feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Does that make any fucking sense, bro? I don't know how that's, that's even a thing. But I wanted to talk about, like... A few things. In the last episode, I was touching on, like, majority of, like, aesthetics and just basically, like, the future, if you're, like, class of 2023. That's basically what, like, the episode was about. I'm sorry, I'm just sipping this water. It's it's banging. It's really hitting. But, like, I have one thing I want to talk about is that being... I don't know if y'all can relate to this, but I have a very, very big issue on holding on to things for a long time. So I also spoke about this podcast saying that I like to move on to like different females, not because like I'm doing it because like I literally get not that the, the females I'm with are not entertaining or anything or I don't find them attractive. No, no, no. It's just that I get bored very quickly and I move on to something new. So literally, today I can be like, yo, I really have this fucking beautiful idea to do one, two, and three. And then tomorrow, I'm like, what was I even thinking? And I just find all the pros and the, I, I find all the cons in the idea that I had. So right now, I just want to like, I just want to just fall back. You know, I just want to sit back and really rethink my life like that i always i do this almost every single week like rethink my life is that what we do ladies and gentlemen like is that what we do we just rethink our life like how many times have we rethought our lives and we still come back to this checkpoint like we've been on we've been on level 18 bro like level 18 just does not want to fucking finish we've just been running it back super mario style bro Running it, running it, running it, running it back, bro. No yippee, bro. There's no yippee, bro. It's just we're running it back just consecutively, man. But, yeah, I want to just go through some sort of a revamp. So, one of the revamps I want to do is, obviously, it's on the pathway of the podcast. So, the initial season two was supposed to be, like, doing interviews with actual people, right? But... That, I already had that idea down for a very long time, but I wanted to implement that plan, like, in 2028, bro, like, in four, five years time from now, not right now, so I rushed it without even planning it correctly or planning it properly and not trying to get shit straight, and now I kind of love my thinking of a five-year plan because 
some things just need to stay five years in the future some things just need to stay a week later some things need to stay to be done today so with the revamp it's 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 um it's still i, I still want to call it the misguided season revamp it's uh, i want to really touch upon a lot of things that is very wrong within our community in a sense but I'm still venting, so I'll get to that part. So, like, one of the revamps that I want, that I initially, what the, the podcast was supposed to be, was that I was supposed to be interviewing people, getting their perspective on certain things that I want to talk about that was supposed to be for that episode. And I also basically also talked to those people. But I wanted to do that, yo, years from now, basically. I wanted to do that fucking, fucking years from now. And... If whoever's listening to this and is like, yo, I can steal that idea, you can't. Literally, if you go to the bottom of my Spotify page or my Apple page, if you see that nice big C right there, it means copyright claimed, which means anything you take from this podcast belongs to me. And if you use it, I can sue you. So fuck any of y'all niggas that try to steal my ideas. And I love copywriting. And I love all the shit that, are, that comes with entitlement, man. The white men have just really made a system I kind of fuck with, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Fuck slavery. But shout out to copywriting, bro. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cool, though. To own your own shit. Like, I could say one of the biggest marketing things ever. I could I could make... I could give you a story about the biggest movie idea ever. And you can make that movie. And you be like, hold on. That's the exact same plot that I had. All that good shit. And I'd be like, hey... Give me percentage of how much you're making for movie. That's just how easy it is, man. But at the same time, I really don't give a fuck. I really don't. But let's go on to talking about June. So what are we finna do for June? To all my class of 2023, actually to every single grade. From high school, literally from high school. What are we doing? June, one of, one of the most important times of your fucking life. You fucked this up. It's very, very tough for you to come back. But what's the plan for it? You know, are we going to push books extremely hard so that the holiday feels like a real deserving rest? Or we playing it like how Rubbish the Go always plays it? Play it soft. Get good results. That's just how I am. And pause. Hold on. I just thought about that. Pause. But with this June, I want to do so many things. Like with the term one holiday, no lie, I was busy with trying to do things that was not me. If that makes any sense. I was trying to act a certain way, do a certain thing. But my goal for the June or what I want to achieve out of the June holidays is basically trying to put every single thing I want to do in the future into act. Not all the ideas I want to put, but I want to put them into bases, bro. Like this June, I want to go get my fucking drivers, bro. I want to get my, I need to do my learners. I want to, my learners. 
I want to go thrift shop, bro. I want to travel all the way into the fucking JHB, bro. Like in the middle there where you're not allowed to take out your phone. Otherwise, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna rob your bitch ass. I want to go thrift storing right like they, you know, cop like 10 outfits for 800 grand. Like, you know how fucking cool that would be, bro? Like, change up my fashion completely because I want to, I've been having this certain fashion sense which I want to go into. But looking at my location, I live in a very, I don't know, like it's a very, I live near like Santin Waterfall. I live near Santin and Waterfall. So I'm in the middle of just inflation. You feel me? Like I just live in the middle of inflation, bro. I live where prices are not supposed to be pricing priced at that, bro. You look at jeans, you're like 700. Like how the fuck are these jeans 700? Like, ew, it's just way too much, but plan for this June, change of fashion, getting my learners. Also, having like the consistency I have on the um on I don't even smoke going to the outrageous podcast. The outrageous podcast is I think the only part is is like the inconsistency of that channel gives me stress every single day because it's a thing of like the way the inconsistency is there is actually it hurts my soul. It really does fucking hurt my soul. So I want to at least prioritize a lot of recording days while well, reasonable recording days during the june holidays recording content scheduling them posting them for the duration of that june holiday bro and just trying to do the fucking most of it and also just trying to find out ways on how we're able to record from home we're trying to find the best way to do so so that we're able to push more content and shit like that other thing I want to do is obviously TikTok. I don't, I don't um, I'm not really striving to be that tic- like TikTok famous. Like I post TikToks and shit, but it's not like I do it because I feel like it's funny. Like I post things I I actually like Jimmy think I'm fu- like think is actually funny, and I post it, and I don't post every week. Actually, I do. No, I don't. But TikTok, maybe, maybe I might want to like start making like serious content on TikTok. I don't know, but that's not where I'm. I don't. I'm not. That's not a real I'm trying to go to. But I, I wanna maybe. I don't know. Fifty fifty. But for the podcast, yes, I wanna prioritize TikTok on the podcast because podcasting and TikTok is like the perfect fucking soup, and you need the perfect fucking soup, bro. Another point, another thing I want to improve on, hear me out here, hear me out here, but you heard it here first, episode 18, I want to come back from the June holidays with a shoddy. Like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I want to settle down, bro. Because it's actually kind of tiring, bro. It's kind of tiring always jumping around. Like, you're just in everyone's basket. Like, it's really, it's really, it's it's tiring to be everywhere, you know? And also, it's like a thing of, like, I want to 
build myself in a sense because for me I've never been relationship material well my 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 personality and my traits are relationship material but I don't act relationship material how don't I act relationship material I get bored and I move on very quickly so that's not the best combination for for relationship soup for me so I want to be able to learn how to settle down with one person not get bored of that person so I I'm going to invest a lot of time on particular shoddies on who I think I can stay with if that makes any sense yes and if any of y'all are interested especially my Malaysian viewers and listeners uh, you can catch me on my Instagram at rubbish the goat I'll fly you out in like six months from now when that monetization that podcast money is booming <clears throat> or you could fly me out whatever 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 makes the boat uh, float but like yeah that's what I want to change you know I'm trying to I really want to make it as productive as possible and then gymming I don't know man I said in the first episode I want to start gymming ish bruh can I be for real with you I still don't have the finances to be doing gym, bro. 131 bucks for Virgin Active every... Well, how much is... More, bro. How much is... Virgin Active Gym Membership? Ah, bro. Fuck this problem, man. How much is the membership? You're not telling me how much your membership is. One ninety nine for clubs with a price point of five ninety nine fee monthly fee, and below or two ninety nine with for clubs with price point of, what the fuck does that mean, bro? Okay, wait, hold on. Five hundred ninety nine rands a month. You're fucking crazy. Yeah, um, I I don't think I have. I want to spend five hundred ninety nine bucks. On doing something which I don't know if I can be very consistent with. Number two. I still have other expenditures I need to fucking save up for. I need to save up for mics and equipment and all that good shit. So no. No gym. For now. Until maybe. Unless this, unless this podcast pops off or something. And then it happens. And I guess that's going to happen. As for now. No. No gym. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to cross out from episode one. I said I wanted to get fit. I can stay skinny for a few more months, man. Hey, man, I've been doing it for 18 years. I can I, I can do it for another year. I can do it for another year. But cardio is very important to me. Cardio, I still want to work on cardio. Cardio is very, very important to me. Because you can be strong as fuck, but if you can't run, then what the what, what point what, what point you going to prove if you can't catch up to me, bro? And you're trying to fight me. It's a nigga, bro. But uh, yeah, um, that's like the few things I wanted to touch on. That was like on my week wrapped. Yeah, I think that's it. 
That's my week wrapped, ladies and gentlemen. 18 minutes. So now, let's get into the actual fucking podcast. So on this one... Oh, so now with the new change is that I want to keep the episodes... Very short and very brief. I want to talk about one topic only so that I'm able to stretch out as much content as possible. Also, at the same time, I also want to keep them very short because people don't have a very high attention span in South Africa. And my main audience is South Africa. So I don't want to, I mostly have like three things I talk about plus my regrets. So that's four things you need to wrap your head around. So this time, we're only going to do one. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the black man's perception. Before I continue, before I even elaborate on what I, on, I don't even know if there's the there's a, a real definition for it. But when you hear black man pers- like black man's perception, what do you think of? What I think of. When I hear black man's perception, I think of the distance between white and black people and how black people are perceived these days to kind of look like we're making a very big revolution, right? Which is not the case at fucking all. And I want to list some points on some concerns i have on just being black these days you know like i don't know but how black people like show wealth like how do black people show wealth they show wealth through materialistic material which only inspires other black people right but white people show wealth through ownership ventures they have which inspires other, which inspires every single person. Example, let's give a very rich black person, right? Let's say, um, okay, let me just give you a rapper. Let me give a rapper who, who, who shows that they have a lot of money. Which rapper shows? Okay. Let me actually, where, where I actually got this point from is from my favorite artist, Tyler Creator. So in his song, What A Day, he says, again, I also spoke about duality and all that shit in episode 17, where Tyler Creator was talking about um, the white kids say it's, in, uh, the white, the black kids say it's inspiring duality. No, no, no. What's the fucking bar? Uh... What is the bar? Okay, I'm not going to re-read. I can't remember the bar off my head. But basically, what you're saying is that the white kids, basically, when they see how Talikir lives his lifestyle, you know, yard, private jet, island, living this kind of luxurious life, the white kids don't see it as, in, like, they don't see it as an as an aspiration to be like him because they're like, yo, why are you showing us that? You know, that's not something that we want to see, you know? But the black kids see that another black man is, you know, out there, yachts, cars, houses, cribs, money, chains, clothes. They see that and they like, yo, I'm so inspired to do 
or to be what that other nigger is. That sound is so racist. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo! Arrest this nigger. No, but like, I feel like that's how it is. Because I have the, oh, I have one of the craziest dreams. I want to touch, I've always been saying this, I want to touch B. I want to touch the fucking B. I want to touch the M. I want to touch the B. So the only people I should be looking at, unfortunately, to touch the B is the white niggas that are on the Bs. And how did those white niggas live or how do those white niggas act who have the bees, right? Looking at people like Larry Ellison, looking at people like Elon Musk, looking at people like um oh shit, I can't remember. The burn the Bernard Arnard, what the whatever the fuck their name is, family, right? Looking at just how they move financially or decisions that they make. So I'm like the one thing, yeah, like that's for me, that's how I see inspiration, right? Those are my inspirations on when it comes to touching a B or like financial IQ or mentality IQ. I look at those white niggas, bro, because they got the formula to a T, right? Well, obviously at the same time, even if I can copy this, the formula the exact same, it won't always work because... Ding, 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 ding. YouTube notification bell. I'm black, so it might not go my way. But that is just only one side of how I see things. That's my, that's my sense of inspiration right there. And the other one is my second biggest inspiration is obviously Tyler Creator. So for me, when I see Tyler Creator, I only inspire to be like him on the way like he dresses. You feel me? I like the way he swags his shit. You know, I love... The watches that he wears, the way he just wears his jewelry and all that shit. I like the the islands. I like the the yachts, the cars and all that stuff. Which is only recently. I actually never used to be a car guy, but nowadays I'm I'm into cars now. But vintage cars only though. But for me, that's just that inspiration comes just before how the white niggas live their life. Unfortunately, I don't know how to say it. But because in the sense of I first need to be able to touch the cash before I can think about A, the yacht, A, the Lambo, A, the island in Thailand. You feel me? Before I'm able to think like that, I first need need to be able to be like, I, I'm going to reach away. I, I can feel my hand on that money. Now it's time to kind of, you know, move into that. Oh, I don't know. But again, black man's perception. You feel me? Black man's perception. Second point I had on that is that how we've been hypnotized to believe that the label and the price tag means you are rich. Example, very, very massive thing in South Africa. I feel like it's even worse here is that you could be wearing, you could have the fucking ugliest outfit in the world, but you're going to get the respect and the applause because of the label you're wearing and the price tag it has. Example number one, Scotanes, bro. Scotanes wear 3K Cavellas, bro. No fucking socks. How do you invest in 3Ks into shoes? 
but can't buy 80 rands worth of socks, bro. Tell me, uh, like, but that's, but that's not the point here. That's not the point. They buy 3K worth of shoes. No socks. No lotion because them niggas' ankles being bashed all the fucking time, bro. But let's move on. Tightest motherfucking pants ever. And they be wearing the fucking drippiest pants ever. You feel me? They be, okay. Except for wearing Spongebob or I'm a keep keep whatnot. But them shit's expensive still. I'm a keep keep. Bro. Okay, okay from all my international viewers, I'm a keep keep is like a snack. A South African street snack. A lot of people like it. I don't fuck with it. But a lot of people like I'm a keep keep. And also Spongebob. Like, yeah, they really fuck with I'm gonna keep keeping and then Spongebob, bro. But, yeah, as I was saying, I might keep keep, bro. Damn, that shit's expensive, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Let me just see, like, how much a shirt is. 800 bucks for a shirt, nigga. 800 rands for a motherfucking shirt, bro. And all it says is, I might keep keep, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shading. I'm not shaming the, the, the price tag. I'm just saying like, that's just how it is. That's just how it be though. It be like that now these days, bro. It be like that these days, but yeah, price tag. So you've got people like Scotanis wearing product glasses, all this cool shit. And they look ridiculous as fuck, but niggas still fuck with their swag though. Why? Because it... His, his whole outfit costs more than 10k or 15k or 20k, which is why what makes him drippy. Second thing we always see, it oh, happens so much, bro, is those fathers, bro. Yo, those dads, bro, those those dads that be wearing the Moschino, they be wearing the Carl Lark, um, what's his Carl Lark fella? No, man, bro, I know this, bro. What is it, Carl? Carl Lager, Lagerfield, no? Lagerfeld, yes. Carl Lagerfeld shirts and Versace shirts and they be tight as fuck. Like these niggas can't move their hands. That's why they're still, that's why they still need their wives to make them tea and food and shit. Cause you're wearing a tight Moschini shirt, bro. Of course you're going to be a lazy fuck, bro. Get a bigger size. Stop buying a small size t-shirt, nigga. And thinking, yes, get drippy, eh? Get drippy. No, nigga. Get an extra large shirt for your mkaba, bro. Cover that shit up. And that's the thing, bro. They be buying the Moschini, the Moschino. They be buying the Prada, the Versace, the Karl Lagerfelds, bro. And then they be buying the smallest size ever. Is it cheaper to buy a smaller size, though? Because number one, if you're copying... If you're copying any clothes, the fact that you went into the Versace means you have money. So buying a, a, a bigger size for you should not be a problem here, sir. It should not be a problem here. But these fathers, bro. These fathers, bro, be wearing the tightest shit ever, bro. Smallest shit ever. And they be so overweight, they be fat. Oh, if, if they're not fat or overweight, bro, they're fucking skinny. They're like me. They're... They, they like me, bro. And then they be wearing... How do you... 
Bro, unless maybe I don't know this. How do skinny niggas buy skinny shirts, bruh? Where do you cop that, bro? Where do you cop skinny shirts? Because I've never seen that in the market ever. No nigga buy skinny shirts, bro. So wherever you cop that, bro, it has to be fake. Tell me it has to be fake. Anyways, going on to what I was talking about. Yeah, that, yeah, or they're gonna have to be very, very like muscular. So the shirt is kind of tight. Them niggas understand. You got muscle, that's not that's not on you, daddy. Daddy, that's not on you. You're a big man, you you know you can't fight that. Talk about them skinny and them fat niggas, bro. I'm talking about them fat niggas, man. They be wearing the the Versace glasses, bro. They be wearing the Moshino. Or, or the fucking call shirts, bro. And they be wearing the skinny jeans. And they try to swag the skinny jeans, bruh. How are you swagging skinny jeans? Your shit is... You have no blood flow going through your legs. And you're trying to swag them. How are you trying to show your bums as your bums cannot breathe? How does that work, bro? Like... And then it'll be like a, uh, and it's the always same color, gray or black. Or, or the most odd color you ever seen, lime green. And you're like, Papa, how, where, where, how, when, therefore, however, even then, hereafter. Why did you cop that, bro? It's like, no, no, dad, don't cop that. And then after that, they also not be investing in any socks, bro. What is the problem with South Africans and socks, bro? Buy socks. Are you working with your chicken ass, dry ass ankles on this bitch, bro? Queuing up in a McDonald's, your bums are fucking showing crack out is out here wearing the same Kevin Klein underwear for the last week. Wearing with no lotion on them fucking ankles with cavellas, bro. Why are we not investing into socks, bro? And socks is like one of the cheapest things to manufacture in clothing, bro. How are we not buying? And it's one of the cheapest essentials you can ever buy. Socks. Because, yeah, socks. How are we not investing into Amatawusu, bro? Like, what is... Yo. This is not even about black man's perception no more. It's just about me venting on... Fat niggas wearing like tight clothes, bro. It's it's that's what it is. Like that's just the then that's the name of the episode, bro. Fat niggas, fat niggas, bro. Fat niggas and tight clothes, bro. They have to be that, bro. The marriage, the perfect marriage, bro. Like actually, wait, hold on. I need to type it down before I forget, bro. The perfect. Marriage, bro. Bro, I'm sorry, but not the perfect couple, bro. Colon, fat people, and tight clothes, bro. Bro, nah, bro, I'm tired, bro. I'm tired of these niggas, bro. I'm tired of these niggas violating, bro. I'm tired of these niggas violating, bro. I'm tired of them, bro. Hold on, let me update my script real quick, man. God damn, man. Go, go on to the interlude, man. Fuck, man. We're back. 
Okay. As I was saying, price tag and label. There, it's a thing of where we're just buying the price tag and label, and that's what's more important. And you could be wearing the exact same outfit as I am. Let's say I'm wearing Birkenstocks, normal white socks, thrifted pants that I, I bought, a vest, right? My outfit could look more aesthetically pleasing, right? Let me just say I'm wearing a, a, a cap, you feel me? I'm wearing a cap. My and, and, a, and, a, and a little watch, you know, a little watch, a little Cartier watch or something with a little, with a little ring on it, you feel me? My outfit could be less aesthetic in South Africa because I'm not wearing any label. Let's say now a nigga wears Jesus Walks 3000s. No Vaseline, no lotion is applicable, nor has it been found, nor has it been detected on this nigga's foot, right? Gucci Jesus walks. No lotion can be found on his ankles nor his feet, right? He's wearing Versace pants. Them swim pants and they are short. And they're very tight. You know why? Because he's probably fat. Right? And he's wearing a Moshino shirt. You know the Moshino shirt with the teddy bear in the back? Oh my gosh, bro. Moshino with the teddy bear, bro. Yo. Yo. Yo, Moshino and the fucking teddy bear, bro. Like, yo. Like, Moshino just, like, the way... Moshino has just been so downgraded for me because of those fat niggas. It's crazy, man. I don't hate Moshino. Moshino's a very good brand. But Moshino has just been ruined because of niggas in SA, man. But as I was saying, Moshino, right? Niggas be copying Moshino, bro. Moshino Teddy Bear shirt. The colors are not matching. He's got a bit of green, blue. He has a little bit of white blue on his feet with a Gucci. He's got black and yellow on the pants. He's got a white and the teddy bear is yellow or whatever on the fucking thing. And at the back of the Moshino shirt, some some sort of a spray paint or something. Like, you know, like when you take your Koki and you hot that like and you just swipe it and the, the, the ink just comes out. That little swipe on it. At the back of the shirt, next 5k. If people see me and him. He's going to be seen as the more drippier person or the more wealthier person because of what he's wearing. Is that a problem? Is that a problem? Not so much. Yes, the more drippier person. Sorry, audio cut out. But I'm running away from the point here. Venting on things do not matter. But that's just how it is. People appreciate or black people appreciate things on price tag more than 
price tag label more than actually what it is. But on other bases, it's not we. It's not that they look at it as like, oh, this cotton is very good for my skin, so I'm gonna wear this, or oh, this linen is very good for my skin, so I'm gonna wear this. Even though it's more pricey than that, I'm going to buy it. I'm telling you now, you ask that nigga why he's wearing um, Moschino, bro, and not a really cool graphic tee from Mr. Price, he's going to tell you, do I look broke? No. No, 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 And the status it brings. If you wear Moschino, you got niggas looking at you, Shari's think you're rich. Last time I checked, Elon Musk wears sandals, bro. And he's like quadruple richer than you. Than us. Off to the next. Another thing that really I just was really thinking about is Jack Hollow's bar on his song. I literally forgot the name of the song, but I think it's Denver. Yeah, Denver. Where he says, walking past the homeless in a Rolex. I feel like that just, just literally describes the whole world. And like especially for like black people bro because it's like damn like niggas actually be walking past the homeless in the rolex bro like they that's just the world we live in i don't know if that's have to do with black man's perspective perception per se but like like i feel like when i when i hear that bar like, my mind just takes me to, like, the... Um, a very common thing in South Africa is that people go out of their way to get credit cards, to, like, buy fancy cars, get clothes, and, like, live this luxurious lifestyle on debt. Like, niggas be driving the pretty... The, the, the latest Mercedes. But when they go... When they go, boys, even to go home... They gotta sleep on an air fucking mattress, bro. Water, what a water bed, bro. You know how crazy that is. And like that's like the articles are coming out more and more now on how fucking daily, like how many people live their life off of credit, bro. Like niggas, like houses off of credit, cars off of credit. Niggas spend money. To impress other niggas, bro. That is absolutely gay. And also crazy as well, bro. Because I personally think when niggas be buying these Moschino, obviously they're doing it so they can get the female attention, man. But majority of the time, it's going to be, you're doing it also for nigga validation as well. Because... With niggas, niggas ain't be like, yo, I fuck with your swag. And that's going to boost your ego for you to be able to talk to that shots and say, oh, look at you with the machine. And you're going to be like, yo, shot, what you finna do with it? And then you got to move on from there. But it's kind of gay. It's kind of, it's kind of gay, my nigga. It's kind of gay. But like, it's crazy that we have to do that to prove to other niggas that they have money or wealth. One like quote, which is I'm not gonna I'm gonna paraphrase it. I don't like to cause like Dr. Umar is like the fakest like black activist I know, bro. He's kind of weird. 
sometimes. But Dr. Umar on the breakfast show made one of the most okay, wait, before I use this word primitive, hold on. I like using big ass words, not knowing the definition. Primitive is relating. Yeah. Yes. He made one of the most primitive things. He said one of the most primitive things I've ever heard. You feel me? Where, and I quote, on how he was talking about how the Jordan is the most significant ideology in the hood and how the biggest consumers in all these luxury brands are black people. Whereas majority, okay, yeah, before I, before I, I'm I'm reading off my script now. So, the biggest consumers on these luxurious brands are black people. But, or, slash, whereas, majority of the homeless people are black people. And also, majority of people in debt are black people. And the people that own the least land are black people. And people who are in debt the most are black people. So how, like my question is, how the fuck are we the biggest consumers if we don't have much? You feel me? Like literally when I, when I, like, I know it's been a thing for a very long time, but when I was just listening, I was like, that is fucking crazy because if you think about it in a very smaller broad view, like just kind of simplified, you have a township, right? Of very, of people in poverty, right? And you have the main store. You have your, I'm a, I have to relate to my, my, my international view. So you have your Walmarts, your Walgreens, your Targets, and then you have, for South Africa, you have your macros, you have your shop rights, you have all those things. All of these places charge, or like, you, you, you have that one store there, right? Prices are fucking high as fuck. And not, not many people are earning a lot compared to the other people on the other side, right? I'm going to make another example. Actually, no, no, I yeah, this is a better example. Literally, on how I take it is. For all the international viewers or the listeners, there are there's a place in South Africa, Gauteng, by the name of Alexandra. Right? And Alexandra or Dre is a very poverty-stricken area in Gauteng. It's a whole block of just shacks and it's not a very beautiful it's not a very nice thing to see now i'm not trying to be like ah oh, it's it's not a it's not nice to see that you know and just to know that people live there every fucking day right and literally just a few kilometers not even a few just a walk away is one of the most heavily consumer based heavily very, very wealthy plot part of Gauteng is Santin. 
where you see Lamborghinis, you see Ferraris, like you would see Toyotas and fucking Mazdas, bro. You see them like it's no one's business in Santin. But literally, right next to it are sheds, shacks upon shacks upon shacks upon shacks. And that's kind of how I see it. Is that us here, or us as black people, I'm not saying that we're in the context of the world. Yes, we are Alexandra. But Alexandra surprisingly has shopping malls, has shopping centers, has bit has just people buying and it's always fucking full. It's always people in and out. People in and out. And somehow you also have like, how is it that there's more niggas walking in and out of these stores compared to niggas on that side? So that's just how kind of how I see it. That's just how I, I that's just that's just how I see it. You know, that's just how I see it. I feel it's not a good, good example, but in, yeah, I feel like, okay, comment down below on maybe how I should have structured that or comment down on what you personally think of black man's perception, basically. And also like our generation is getting intensely washed by this, bro. Like, I actually spoke about the same person in episode one. I'm gonna I'm gonna I was I was referring to his habits and now I'm gonna refer to him again. My guy values price over anything, price and label over any every single thing. Like maybe a week ago, we had the city's day. I think it was Freedom Day or something like that. And people wore the outfits. Some people were dressed appropriately for Freedom Day. Some people were just wearing to swag out. Some people were just wearing comfort. And then you have your little tweezies. You have the niggas who think they're going to make gala. And plus, if you're going to the make gala, you're not going to be taking no photos if you're looking like that, by the way. But his whole outfit was probably triple of what I was wearing, right? I was wearing my bucks. I was wearing, I think I was wearing jeans. I got from like, uh, I got jeans from, uh, I got from fucking, no, I was wearing cargos. Yeah, I was wearing cargos. I got from H&M. I was wearing a zip-up hoodie I got from H&M. I was wearing my school white shirt. I was using my 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 boy James's borrowed tie, and I was wearing a beanie, which my mom bought from Boulders, forty rands for two. Right, that was my whole outfit, my whole swag. I borrowed one of my boys' uh your white friend's ring. I still have it to this day. Am I gonna return it? Maybe not. But my whole outfit must probably cost maybe at least four k, not five, six, around around that price using for asking for price. Majority of that money comes from my shoes, which I've been saving for for the last a year, year and a half. I've been saving up for these shoes. So now let's go on to this particular someone. He's at least wearing twelve to eighteen k right here, depending if they're real or not. 
He's got Jordans. Jordans, real shit, real deal, coming out of these 4K, right? He's wearing true religion jeans. He's coming out of good 3K, 2K. Let's go highest peak 3K because it's South Africa. Currency's fucked. So we're going to say 4K, 3K. 8K already on pants. We don't know. I don't know. He's probably wearing like a Louis Vuitton. Oh, yeah. And he had the, um, I don't know. What's that belt? Or BB Simone? No, no. BB. Uh, BB Simone? I don't know. It was BBS. Something like BB belt. Yeah, it's a BB belt. Yeah, BB belt. That is at least 1K, 2K. For inflation, 2K, which means he already has 10K from the bottom region. When I say like one, uh, 11K because of the socks, must probably in the underwear or something, right? Hoodie, at least 1K, 11, not 12. Beanie, like, I don't know, like his whole outfit was just very expensive, right? And then I was having a conversation with him. And he was asking me like, yo, what you got on? And I was like... Oh dab, you know, I was going for like a like a like a seventies English type fashion, you know, with the tie, you know, with the zip up hoodie. Trying to also incorporate just a little bit of like gold core fashion, just a bit. And you know, I was just I was like explaining to him what I was going on. He was like, Yo, what is that? Those Rick Owens? I was like, the Bucks. He's like, nah, yeah, those what are those? And I'm like, it's Buckingstocks. And he's like, Oh shit. How much are these? Like this, this shit looks whack as fuck. It's like, he's like, I, no, he said, I've never heard of these shoes. And I was like, damn, bro. I mean, for someone who's a fashion icon, I, I feel like you should know how bugging socks are. You feel me? And then, okay, let me not explain the whole story because it, it's it's very relevant. But every time we wear these civvies, he goes full out. All the time. And it's the thing of that, it's the same type of fashion, doesn't change it. But it's more of the price here. It's always on the price. And the thing is that he it, it's a thing of people are also very attracted to him because of how much he's also wearing as well. Because there were people who people wore good outfits. And I was like, damn, this nigga knows how to dress. Oh, this nigga knows how to dress. But no one asked them. Or no one was attracted to their outfit because they don't see the LV or the Prada or the... They don't see those labels and they don't know the value behind it. So they don't really care too much. Or they just think that, nah, he ain't... Nah, he ain't got like that, you feel me? But like, yeah, man, I'm I'm just... I don't know. I know. To all the people who wear Mr. Price outfits and, and like rock that shit, y'all are actually true fashionistas, bro. Because... It takes a lot to wear. It's not like Mr. Price is whack. Mr. Price has fire fucking clothes, bro. But because of... Hey, bro, Generation Z, bro. You got to be wearing the finest and the most original and the most expensive shit ever to be swag. Hey, bro, it's dangerous, man. Hey, man, y'all are actually the real ass niggas. And y'all are the real ass heroes out there, bro. No lie. But yeah. I don't even know what this episode was about. I, I I was sidetracking like a fucking bitch on this one, eh? But yeah, that is going to be the end of that episode. That's episode 18. BTW. And at least we got like a good 
50 minutes. We got like a good 50 minutes. And I might just put in a little clip after this. Let me not say I... There might be a little clip I might follow after of a conversation I was having, which I what I was trying to record. If there isn't, it means I didn't like it. It didn't sound good. It didn't feel good. Get off my dick. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And before we leave, before we leave this bitch and get out the section... In the midst of it all, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even smoke. Yeah.